One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to the Red Men News. I'm Chris Page. This is Ross Chanley, and we're here with your daily dose of Liverpool news backed by The Athletic once again. No annoying ads, no pop-ups, 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 and definitely no pop-ups over there. Um, to visit, uh, go to theathletic.co.uk forward slash Red Men News. Get your 50% off your yearly subscription, coming down to about £2.50 per month. Some great articles on there uh, today, uh, including a James Milner interview. Uh, titled it has definitely felt at times like leaving me out was the easy option for certain managers. And this one's by Ollie Kay, isn't it, mm. Ross? Um, brilliant, brilliant article, actually, if I'm honest with you. And I've highlighted a lot of it. Um, there's There was so much in here that I wanted to discuss and I wanted to talk about it, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, and I started to get a little bit worried that I'd not highlighted it then. But it is a long <laughs> read. But there is, and and so please bear with me, and please bear with me, Ross, as well. Uh, And we're talking about uh, how this side has developed. Van Dijk's arrival from Southampton in January 2018 is commonly regarded as the turning point in Liverpool's recent history. But Milner, who considers the Dutchman the best defender he has played alongside, believes the collective growth is underestimated. It's experience, playing together, belief, and just the way the team has evolved, I think, Milner says. We were very gung-ho at times before, and we seem to have spells in games where we could blow anyone away. But maybe we didn't know how to stop that and when to stop sending so many players forward. We've developed since then. People might look at us two years ago and say we were playing exciting football more of the time, but then the next game would be off the pace and we would lose or draw. Whereas now there's that consistency, that knowledge of how to get the job done, even if we're struggling. If it takes 95 minutes, you find a way to do it. The team has got very good at that. When you're playing 50 to 60 games a season, you're not going to play your best every single game. So you need to find ways to win (laughs) matches when you're not at your best. Where has that change in mentality come from? It starts with the manager, Milner says. He sets the tone, he puts the message across and what he wants to do and then it's the job of the senior players in the dressing room to relay the message. The manager needs to know everything but there are times when as players we have to take control of that dressing room as well. Hopefully we can take that job out of his hands and make sure everything is sorted in the dressing room and make sure the players are happy. Sometimes we need to get together as a group of players, shut the dressing room door and have a conversation between ourselves. Rush. he's just described Liverpool and he's just described the mentality, he's just described how the players react and he's just described how we've evolved from that counter-attacking side into the mentality monsters we see today. Yeah, well first of all you read it like a bedtime story. I was I'm really <laughs> good at that. That's superb. So you should be as well. Um, yeah, I four last night mate. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah four. Oh, that's long. Two for each kid. Nice one. Um, yeah, it just sums them up perfectly I think and 
I, with him, I think you always, when you think of James Miller, you think of experience and maturity, and I think that's exactly what he's, what he's getting at there. I think Liverpool, he's right two, three, four years ago when we win, like, I don't know, 5-3, 5-1 or whatever, and just absolutely going for it. I think that was part to do with the players that we had at the time, and I, I think we knew we weren't very good at the back, therefore we knew we had to outscore the, the opponent. And, you couldn't and, rely on that every week, could you? No, no, and he's right, and he's bringing those people in and developing that, and, you know, obviously... He, he, Virgil van Dijk is mentioned within that, but you know, it's about. I think we talk about spine quite a lot, but you know, when Liverpool had a spine, we had like Rainer and Aguirre and Alonso and Gerard and all them. It's personality and characters that come with that. I think Liverpool lacked that two, three seasons ago. Whereas I think when you're talking about Allison, Fabinho, van Dijk, Milner in his own little way, Robbo in his own little way, everyone that Liverpool got at the minute kind of developing. I love the fact that you know. The manage- management has changed in recent years. I was just watching something else, I uh, can't remember what it was on, where p- players used to fear the manager and because you know, they just go and scream at them, whereas Klopp's a lot more comforting and he can deal with different people in different ways and put an arm around people, which you see him do. But the fact that the players can go into the dressing room, and I think he says it in, in some part of this article, like sometimes something's said on the pitch without disagreement. Sometimes it's said, but whenever the game's finished, it's forgotten about, and he said, that's a sign of a healthy team. For someone who's experienced James Milner, who's played in the clubs that he's played at. One league titles. Yeah, one league titles. He's played Villa, Newcastle, City, wherever, and he knows that, and he, for him to say that's a sign of a healthy club, that means a lot more to me than, than coming from a report or something like that. And just a final little thing, I'm concentrating game by game and that won't change with them at the club for another five years or for one month because I will give absolutely everything I have for Liverpool as long as I'm here. But obviously it would be nice to know what the future is. Hopefully it'll get sorted soon and that's James talking about his contract uh, to round that off. Next story, Liverpool have been dealt a matip injury blow with defender facing up to six weeks out with a knee problem. Um Tough one. Standard Sports understands Matip could now actually be facing up to six weeks out of action. That would rule the 28-year-old out of as many as 10 fixtures, including the upcoming visit of City to Anfield, a home Merseyside derby, and all three remaining Champions League group stage games. A prolonged absence for Matip would provide further opportunities to Klopp's backup options at centre-half. Six weeks is, it feels like a long time. Ten fixtures is a long time. Rosh, have we got the squad to be able to get through this smelling of roses? Um, possibly. I don't think it's uh, the ideal situation is you have Matip and Joe Gomez in there, isn't it? That's that smelling of roses to me. But equally, you know, we, we went in depth on this on on the Reds News Roundup, um, which will be out later on. I think it just justifies the reason for keeping Dejan Lovren. I know he's not everyone's ideal situation, and you know he's he's had a brain fart in you know or a mistake or he's got the baggage and stuff like that. But I think you know for years we've been about not having a squad. We have that now and we need to use it for situations like this. Joe Gomez, Klopp's come out and said on Sunday that he's fit, he's fine. He just used Lovren because he had that rhythm of gameplay. And you think about this this week alone, you know, there's three games and there's four in the space of 10 days. We you know with Genk next week as well. And you've got Man City going into November, December. It's a massive chunk of games there. You want you need to be able to rotate those people in to be fresh and, and to have the rhythm. You know, Van Dyke can play with anyone, but I think you also have to credit the players that are with him. So I think I think we'll be, be, be fine. I think not so. ideal, but fine. Not ideal, but yeah, I think I think that's it, isn't it? I mean, the City game's the real one that I'm looking at and thinking, oh, we really could have done with Joel Matip there but if Man City attackers like they've been attacking us then we might need a defender in someone like a, a Joe Gomez or more like a, a Dejan Lovren um, I think we'll be okay uh, I think it is a big blow I think he's been playing at a world class level but I do think we're okay let me know your thoughts on that in the comments section as well as the James Milner stuff um, so we move on now Garth Crooks hmm, um, has been talking um, for some reason somebody was listening um, not sure why we essentially pay his wages, don't we? Oh. Yeah, 
That's a shame, really. Anyway, um, he has said and told BT Sport, two seasons ago it was Mo Salah who was carrying Liverpool. Last season it was Virgil van Dijk, who had a massive influence on the success of the team. This season it's Sadio Mane who is carrying Liverpool on his shoulders. His speed, power and strength have been a feature of Liverpool's play this season. Without the Senegal international, life at the top would be considerably less comfortable. Now, Nothing to do with Adrian playing some good games, Chris? Uh, Ross, no. Nothing at all. Fabinho? No, nothing no. to do with him. Firmino? No. Robertson? Trent? No. Trent no. no, some of the best no. sisters in the no. league? No. No, okay. no, no. Nothing to do with that. Right, here's the thing. If it was anybody but Crooks, I probably wouldn't have too much of a problem with it. Right? It, if he just said Sadio Mane has been Liverpool's best player this season, I ain't, you ain't no pushback from me. Nope. No, no yeah, pushback no, no. from me whatsoever. Yeah. I might think that somebody else has played slightly better, I might not, but I ain't going to argue with somebody's opinion about who's the best player at Liverpool Football Club this season. Um, carrying Liverpool on his shoulders, I think, is just a turn of phrase that essentially says he's Liverpool's best player, but says, uh, but it, 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 dismisses it, else. it dismisses yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And that's what annoys me about it. I don't necessarily disagree, mm. but it annoys me in the in the phrasing of it. There have been times where he hasn't carried Liverpool, but his performances have, have edged Liverpool to win. So Southampton away for, for a start, you know, goals like that where he's, you know, he's getting the winner. But equally, you know, other players have done that. You know, Salah did it at the weekend. It's a team effort. I think Liverpool are in a position now where, you know, I, I do like I post on, on the social stuff like who's your, who are your top three players at Liverpool and the, the variety of answers is ridiculous. Like obviously there's some that are the same when you get when you get loads of answers, but people's opinions of players because of the different roles that they play and what they do are so are so vast. You can't just pin it down to, to one person. Teddy Manning has been amazing. Teddy Manning at the weekend was was amazing. The fact oh, that he you know, direct running at people, taking people on, the fact that he never gives up. He, okay, wins the penalty at the weekend, but it's not the sole reason that Liverpool are top in the Premier League. No, not at all. It's a, and and James Milner said it. It's a team game. Yeah. Uh, everyone points at Virgil van Dijk, but everybody's level has gone up since Virgil came in. Um, so on to some um, news that we don't want to read about. Mohamed Salah wanted by Juventus after scouts turn up at Anfield to watch Liverpool star, says the Express. Uk. Um So, first of all, I mean, Salah, of course... Juventus are going to be interested in him, yep. Ross. Do you think there's any truth in this one? <laughs> no, because it's really funny. Um, if you just go down to the next bit, uh, again, there you go. According to Italian publication Tutto Sport, uh, observers were sent to Anfield over the weekend to take a close look at several targets. So he's gone from Mohamed Salah as the title, as the click, to other targets. Mohamed Salah starred in Jurgen Klopp's three-pronged attack, rolling in the winning spot uh, spot kick. Tottenham midfielder Christian Eriksen was reported to have been a top target for Juve. The Danish ace is now at contract at the end of the season and can sign a pre-contract agreement with a foreign club in January. So and Son, Son is mentioned for the yeah, yeah. article as well, so, by the way. Juve representatives have gone to a Liverpool game and they've just gone, who's there for Salah? Yeah. And I'm not surprised if they were there for Salah. And I'd be, but what I think is, when you think of the three players that... Excuse me, my mic's falling off. Oh. When you think of the three players that have been linked to Liverpool, from this article, Eriksen, an attacking mid. Son, a left winger. Salah, a right winger. Now I'm just going to throw it out there. They're looking for all three of those positions. 
I very much doubt it. They've, yeah, they've, I very much doubt it. Loads of players, Juve. They're doing all right. They do, yeah, yeah. And I can understand why Sari wants him, if I'm perfectly honest. And we might have to make way for Mbappe in the squad. You know what I mean? So maybe Salah does have to go as the Juventus. Although I'd He's like him not to. Played a football before. I'm successful. He has. Uh, Mane reveals which former Liverpool player was his. In- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Inspiration. Oh, my word. This is a horrible story. This is the worst news of the day. Um, <laughs> I know that most, a lot of people out there will be really disappointed that Salah has been linked with Juventus. But for me, Ross, the fact that Sadio Mane's Favourite footballer and inspiration was none other than El Hadji Diouf. That's right, really pissed me off, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw the title, clicked it. I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder who under this is. And just went, oh, for fuck's sake. What are you doing? I, I To be honest, the joking side, I get it. They were both Senegalese internationals, you know, obviously at that time, what, over 10 years ago, yeah. uh, where... When he was there, I, I, I get it, and obviously he was massive in the, in the World Cup at the time. Obviously, then he got his move to Liverpool. Must have been an inspiration for you know African players like um, Mane, Mane, yeah, <laughs> and, and others. I meant to say there, but yeah, I, I get it, I get it. But no, yeah. don't admit it. Don't tell everyone because I, you know he's, what, he's the biggest prick to ever play for Liverpool Football Club. Pretty much. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Let me know in the comment section who you think the biggest prick to ever play for Liverpool Football Club is. Your answer's not El Hadji Juve, don't bother typing it. Uh, I believe he's one of the players who inspired me to become a footballer. He's one of my favourite players. Now, okay, just from this, I am now thankful for El Hadji Juve because if he's the person that inspired Mane to be Mane, then I'm happy that he existed. Just about. There would have been someone else. Would have been Salaf Jow. Salaf Jow is mentioned in this article. Well, to be honest with you, yeah, he is. I, look, I'm with you, mate. I, I totally get it. Yeah. I was also disappointed to find out. And really big news as well. And, and you know, we do a Reds News Roundup show on the RedbenTV.com. Uh, we talked a lot about the New Balance Night deal. Uh, we're not going to mention that it's completely out of date after this story broke uh, because then no one would go over there and pay £5 a month for this show that's not even out yet that's also out of date. So we're not going to mention that, OK? No. Good job your first month's three, isn't it? Yeah, it mm. is a good job. 
Um, RedmenTV.com, first month is free, £5 a month, the most out-of-date and up-to-date uh, Liverpool-related news anywhere on the planet. Uh, New Balance are not giving up the fight over Liverpool kit contract as they bid to block Nike deal. Will that annoy people? Of course, because it's Nike. Don't uh, want a bike, you do. No, you do not ride a bikey, um, but you may ride bikes. Um, so they're going back in, basically. Uh, Ross, they are, mate. Are they? Um, I've, got, I've got something highlighted a little bit further okay, down. New on. Balance applied for permission to appeal immediately after the judgment was handed down and were refused by Judge Tier. Their only route to having the judgment overturned was to, directly, to write directly to the Court of Appeal for permission to appeal. The company has now filed the necessary paperwork and the decision rests with the Court of Appeal judge as to whether a full appeal hearing will go ahead. Um, it's starting to get a little bit messy, is this? Uh, and they're starting to feel like a, 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 a slighted X. Yeah, um, I think it already was messy, to be honest with you, given the fact that, again, we spoke about it, they still got a, a quite a lengthy contract in terms of months with, with New Balance, it always feels awkward. We also discovered that the New Balance are sponsors for Boston Red Sox, obviously the owners of a Liverpool football club. I just don't... <laughs> it's like you bang on about the X thing. It's like, what happens if, if they turn around and it, it, this comes through for New Balance? Like, how awkward is that be when they go back and right, what are we doing this year, boys? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so we didn't want you. <laughs> we wanted Nike. <laughs> but thanks for kicking off. It, it, just, it just seems out of that. I, I, I think... I don't know whether they're trying to save face, but it feels like they're just they're not trying to save face they're trying to save uh, they're trying to gain a lot of money and this is the football club that we are right now yeah. is we matter to sponsors and that is a good thing that they are fighting tooth and nail for Liverpool sponsorship and to, for the for the right to sell and make their kit because Liverpool matter because Liverpool are New Balance's football portfolio, because Liverpool will gain them a lot of money. And unfortunately for us, we want the deal that's going to make us more money, yeah. which is right for the football club. But I'm glad that their appeal, even just from the fact that it shows how important and how lucrative it is if you partner with one of the best football sides in the world. Do you know what we should do? We should make up a, a statement from New Balance that says that Nike, uh, Adidas couldn't match Nike's deal because they're not big enough and then get them involved as well. Why not? Yeah. I mean, we can't do that, but it'd be funny. So let's get into some of the comments then. Um, have you got anything to get us going, sorry, before we start? Yeah, um, a couple on the massive stuff and what would be like in his absence. Johnny Walker says, both Gomez and Lovren need to step up big time, play the under-21s and fringe players who need game time against Arsenal tomorrow night. Priority is that tough test to fill a park. Think about City after. Carrie Bonner says, Gomez and Van Dijk, this will be a reverse of last year when Gomez got injured, Matip took over and we won the Champions League and got 97 points. I believe Gomez can do what Matip did last year. I agree with that. And First of all, I'm sorry, Johnny Walker, but every time I get a comment read to me from you, I just start taking for a whiskey. Mm. And I, I, I switch off and just think, oh, how nice a whiskey would be right now. Um, yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, um, and I think in answer to the second one, that it's funny, isn't it? Because things repeat themselves so often when you're a football fan. And there was so much fume and guttedness and emotion around um, Gomez going down last season. That was like, oh no, it's going to be massive. And then it was like, oh, it's fine. We'll just win the Champions League with massive. And I think it'll be fine in this regard as well, especially if Gomez gets in and starts playing football for us because I do see him as the long-term future of, of Liverpool centre-halves alongside Virgil van Dijk, like I'm sure everybody else does as well. Uh, nobody's looking at it thinking Matip's the long-term future I don't think uh, but right now Matip has deserved his spot it's up to Joe Gomez it's up to Dejan Lovren Ross to go in there and fight for that place yeah I think Joe Gomez has shown <laughs> glimpses of the 
form that he can achieve. And obviously, Klopp said he, you know, he's 100% fit, he's fine. I'd be inclined to give him some sort of game time against Arsenal, if I'm being honest, just to build up that rhythm. I think that's the reason that he said Lovren started over over Gomez at, at, at the weekend. Um, we're going to need them both during this period. I think, you know, two two games a week or, you know, three games in 10 days for quite a long period before the international break and after it, uh, which Matic was, was suggested that he, he will miss. You need both of them, but as I said before, like it comes back to having that depth in the squad. Now, you know, Lovren isn't anyone's ideal choice, but as a four-three centre half, can you really complain? And, and the other important thing was, you know, I, I said on the show before that he was bullied by Harry Kane. He came up with some statistics to suggest that he didn't. He didn't have a great start, but a few other players didn't have that. And I think once you once you forget that baggage and narrative with Dejan Lovren, and you obviously you know you get behind him and stuff like that, I don't think some people can help worry about him. And what he can do, but his support to me will be fine. And Klopp will, do, Klopp will do that as well. Agreed, agreed. Um, and in answer to Jack Farrell's question, yes, just come over. Um, b- 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 Gomez and Dejan against Arsenal, right? Uh, it says Mandava. Um, Gomez and Lovren, you'll have to tune in to the Start 11 prediction show, which we will be recording around about. Two o'clock, we'll be going live on the Redman YouTube channel. So go over there, subscribe, turn the notifications on. We'll be doing the starting 11 prediction live. We'll be doing comments after that as well. Um, someone calling his dad a bellend. Um, completely agree. Uh, morbid angel is better than death. My dad's such a bellend. He got me a fake Liverpool top with my name on it. Luckily, I have an official LFC top. Don't be dobbing your dad in, mate. Liverpool, oh, I'm we'll coming after you. We're coming after you. Um... James Walters asked Lovren Gomez to start against Arsenal as well. Again, tune in later on. Um, I think, by the way, that Matip is the long-term solution. Why not to Stam Stewart? Why not indeed? I think probably when people say long-term, they're thinking three, four, five years. Joel Matip has, has proved over the past seven, eight months that he is very capable. I think he's reading the game position. I think he's learned a lot from Virgil van Dijk in, in terms of doing that stuff that he wasn't very good at. With, you know, his strength on the ball, aerial drills, he's all improved on those things. I think it's just his age. You look at Joe Gomez, it feels like he's been around forever, but he's still fairly young. I think when people say he's long-term future, I think you get six, seven, eight years out of Joe Gomez, whereas Joe Matip is probably half of that. Absolutely. Uh, Leo, another nice one. It's a squad game these days. Get on with it. No time for any of this, Biff. Love that. Love that. It is a squad game. Right as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, Usman Zafasi, are you coming to Qatar for the Club World Cup 2019? Please answer. Um, we will be there in some shape or another, I guess. Uh, we're trying to get... Um, well, we know that two I'm people going. are definitely sorted. Size, size definitely going. Paul should be going as well. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Arsenal's a good game to play a few of the kids, says the great Phil Swift, our Prometheus. I agree with you. And you'll have to tune in to the Starting Eleven Predictions show at a roundabout. I'll do it again. Two o'clock on the Red Men TV YouTube channel. I think that's enough for today. Um, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing if you do. This is Red Men News. We do five new shows a week. Um, get subscribed. Click that notification bell. We'll go live about half 12 most days. And don't forget to check out the redmentv.com. I've just done a stats and tactics show um, all around the brilliance and the fabulousness, fabulousness of Fabinho. Um, really, really enjoyed doing the show. Um, loads and loads of insight into the game. If you want to check that out, it is on the redmentv.com. It's £5 a month. And I've been told that that show alone is worth the admission fee. Thank you very much, Ross. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sai. Thank you very much for commenting. ta This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.